0: Well, hello there. How's it going? Thank you for joining us once again on a salt shaker adventure. So, BAM tennis just happened. It's been and gone. It's done, dusted. A lot of New Zealand players win. A lot of good talent. So, big thank you to those who turned up, and just the people around the world in general who showed up, supporting Australia, supporting the Australian FGC. It was brutal competition. The overseas players, the Koreans, man, that competition was brutal. But it was a good event, and it was a great outcome. So, big thank you to those people. Yeah, so the Capcom Pro Tour and the Tekken World Tour just being a part of that, you know, in the mix. Fortunately, a lot of players over here did want to go, but couldn't due to personal commitments or money. But whereas those players who went had BAM, those who stayed had Fortnite. And I mean, it's a good game, you know, just to binge, you know, just to, you know, be a couch potato. It's so addicting, man. I can't believe the craze, how much it's blown up. People are playing it at like 2, 3, 4 a.m. in the morning. People are streaming it at like 5 a.m. in the morning. It's insane. I mean, not to daub anyone, but I think I heard Zazob was playing it daily until he was flying out to BAM. I mean, I think he was even playing it in the departure lounge. (laughs) Sorry, dude. But yeah, it's crazy, man. Fortnite. I never thought I'd be into it, but it's really addictive. And one more thing. Crush Counter Capital uh, is the next local event. Wellington. Search that up for more details. We need to get those numbers up, so join if you can. Big thank you to Omen by HP, Standing Fierce, and to the Salt Shaker listeners everywhere, every day. You know how we play. Now I think it's time to bring out the wild card. Welcome to the Super Salt Shaker Podcast. Drax. Oh well thank you to those who have joined in uh, those who have been uh, listening I bring to you from E-League Street Fighter 5 Challenger Deasha the wildcard how
1: are you I'm good man how are you doing bro Yeah good
0: it's kind of crazy that um they coined your name the wildcard it was something that really stuck for you you know mm-hmm.
1: Yeah the the reason behind it was is that if you if you weren't if you're new to the scene then you don't know who I am Um but if you if you have been around for a while then you know exactly who I am.
0: How the hell does that happen? Because like, you know, you come from back, you know, well beyond Street Fighter Four and you know K brand stuff. Like how are you so under the radar?
1: Well, I I want to say I stopped competing like seriously. I stopped competing seriously when Ultra Street Fighter Four came out. Um that's when I realized like I, I disbanded my team. Um, I stopped with the sponsorships. I stopped traveling often um, because I, you know, I, I had my third child at that point. So I was like, "All right, this is this is becoming a lot." <laughs> so, um, and it's a lot of people don't have their ear to the ground as far as like the past of the scene. Like nobody's like, you know, "Oh, I want to learn more about the history of the FGC." It's more so what's happening right now, and that's and that's nobody's fault in particular. That's more so just the culture of like the FGC there's like nobody's pers- willing to go back. Yeah, and as a person as well, like, your commitment's changed. I mean,
0: with three kids, I mean, you know, things have got to change, right?
1: Yeah, so, you, I mean, you have to imagine. I've come from a time where it's like, you know, people were playing for T-shirt deals where it's like they'll just give you a T-shirt because they wanted that notoriety of a sponsorship. Um, so it was like there was there was no money in it when I was doing it. Like, I mean, of course there was money if you were winning, but there's not money in it like how there is now, so I had to be more realistic. Like, all right, I have to get a career, you know what I'm saying, and and take care of my family and stuff like that, pay these bills. Yeah, <laughs> street fighter wasn't gonna pay the bills. <laughs>
0: no, of course, man. Um, so you're from, you live in Florida at the moment, correct? Yep, I live in Florida. Um, mm-hmm. What What do you like about Florida? Like, why would pe- why would people go to Florida for?
1: Well, I'm from the Bronx originally, Bronx, New York. Um, so the contrast is very deep, where <laughs> it's like, uh, you used to go to sleep here in gunshots. <laughs> wow. Over here, you don't, yeah, you don't really hear that, any of that, at all, over here. I mean, you you see on the news, like, people are crazy, and that's fine, but, like, the, the, the difference between, like, I live in a gated community with a patio and, like, a nice view and an eight-foot pool, like, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah. I live in a really nice area of Florida, so... The contrast is really different. I just didn't want to be in New York and I didn't want my kids to grow up like how I grew up, you know what I'm saying? Like moving schools all the time and shootouts and people selling drugs to kids and you You don't give them a stable home. Yeah, exactly. I wanted to be out like my kids right now. They go to a charter school and they've, they've been there from kindergarten and they will probably finish high school at that one school just because I don't want them to live like how I did. Yeah. Consistency. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's safer. It's safer. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I, I
0: know the reason behind your name because it was said on your um, interview with Flo. Um, but mm-hmm. where does your name come from? The inspiration.
1: So uh, my favorite anime when I was fourteen and still, still my favorite anime uh, is Inuyasha,
0: and is it, I thought oh, it was
1: cool. I like <laughs> the anime, man. I've never been into it though. Like, would you recommend it? I so. Mm, there's so much better anime out right now that I probably wouldn't tell you to go watch 500 episodes of Inuyasha. <laughs> I would probably say just watch the better stuff. But I I was able to sit through it and I've read the entire manga series. Um, I've watched all the movies. It's just to me Inuyasha is like it holds a very place, a very near place to my heart. So, um, especially since when I I, I think I discovered Inuyasha when I was like 12. I can't remember, but I think I was like 12 or 13. And then it just was like my favorite. It kind of like introduced me to anime. Like everybody's story is like Dragon Ball Z on Tsunami, or like Pokemon. Mine was like it was it was that, but it was also Inuyasha and Cowboy Bebop. Um, Classic. So man. I mean, yeah, I would recommend it if you have the time. But if you want, if you just like, if you're not into like old school animes and stuff like that, if you're into like you know the newer, better, better quality drawing and stuff like that, I would probably just not. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, but um, my father's name is David. So, you know, David and Inuyasha, you put them together, you get Dayasha. Well,
0: that's <laughs> nice. That's a, that's a sweet little notion. Yeah. Um, and you're a Chun main as well, which I, you know, I love character loyalists. I'm a Lee
1: main for Tekken 7. Um, What made you choose mm. Chun Lee? So, when when I used to play... um. Street Fighter back back when I was like young I want to say I was like seven when I was playing like Street Fighter Alpha and stuff like that um, I don't I don't want to say I skipped Street Fighter 2 but I missed it it was it's beyond me so we went straight into Street Fighter Alpha and as I was looking through the character select screen when I was fighting my father I just so happened to land on Chun and um, one thing about it was I could just mash the kick button and I would get lightning legs and I always thought that I was, you know, pro as hell because I'm mashing lightning legs. you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> um, And then as, as time progressed, you know, when, when I started to become competitive, I was like, well, I don't want to pick a character where it's like, I don't know if that character is going to be in the game, right? So, like, my second favorite character is Evil Ryu. You, the, Evil Ryu is never guaranteed. You see what I'm saying? Whereas, yeah. like, Chun is like a guarantee. So she felt like staples. that was like a smart move. Right. It's like a smart move. She's the first lady of Street Fighter. She's strong. You know what I'm saying? She plays like my playstyle. You know what I'm saying? Like, my playstyle works for Chun. Um, so I just was like, I'm going to stick with Chun. Like, she's my favorite character of the series. I might as well just play her. And she's in every game that Capcom has. You know what I'm saying? Every fighting game that Capcom has. Except for, like, Rival Schools and. Power Stone and stuff like that, you know what I mean. But whatever, there's like a crossover. It's usually Chun is in it, you know. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: What are your thoughts on um, Chun Li as a character in Street Fighter 5? Over here in New Zealand, I barely see
1: Chun Li chosen in tournaments. The problem with with Chun in five, in my opinion, right? I got I gotta say, in my opinion, uh, the problem with Chun in Street Fighter five is that she's a footsie character, right? So she's usually the staple. For footsies. Uh people would say it's Sim, but it's I would say it's Chun Li. Chun is the staple for like footies. If you play Chun, you if somebody picks Chun, you know that they're gonna whiff punish you. You know that they're gonna know their frame data and stuff like that. Um so in Street Fighter 5 there's so many characters that do footsies better than her. So it's like why would you why would you play Chun? There's no reason to play Chun when you can play Manat. You know what I'm saying? Manat yeah, has a fireball. Man. Manat has a has better pokes, she has better buttons, she has a better V-trigger, she has a better V-reversal, she has a better super, you know what I'm saying? She has a dive kick, she has a reflect, like, why would you pick Chun when you can pick Manat? You, you see what I'm saying? Like, why would you pick Chun when you can pick Falk? Yeah. <laughs> so, that's why you, you're, you're probably not going to see that many. Uh, the people that play Chun are people who actually like Chun, or people who played her in Season 1 when she was godlike. Do you think this um what what do you think of the um what do you
0: think is uh one of Chun Li's uh biggest weaknesses? Because yeah, she gets mauled by characters like Manat and and Sim. Mm-hmm. She
1: I think so her weakness is Street Fighter 5? Yeah. I believe her weakness is Street Fighter 5 is that she gets mauled by everybody. And like her buttons, like if you if you when you think Chun li you think you know good buttons good range good anti airs stuff like that um in street fighter 5 it's just she doesn't really have any advantages as a character you see what I'm saying like like for example like a monat right monat's buttons are just ridiculous like they're <laughs> chun's buttons fail in comparison or pale in comparison mm-hmm. so um i feel like her weakness is that she can't keep people out in this game like it's it's hard for her to keep people out because her buttons have been slowed down. Her buttons don't have that much priority. So, like, um, anti airs will trade. And if they trade, it puts you in a bad situation. Like, all of the situations that you could be in will put you in a bad situation. And that's not to say that she's bad. I don't want people to think that she's a bad character in the game. I'm just saying, like, you would never pick her over somebody else who has the same sort of attributes or character traits. I see. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah, like, there's, there's no reason to play her because she's... Like, her V-Skill, right? Let's let's talk about her V-Skill, for example. Yeah. Her V-Skill's a jump, right? It's a floaty jump. There's... Why would I ever use her V-Skill? Mm. There's no reason to ever use her V-Skill. Whereas, like, a Monat, you can use your V-Skill all day because you have the reflect, and then you have the anti-air reflect. You see what I'm saying? And her reflect yeah. combos. There's no need for you to ever use her V-Skill. Now, I mean, you could uh, hit confirm from, like, a low forward if you're close enough to V-Skill, but... If you V-skill in that, in, in somebody's face, you're punishable. If you V-skill and somebody didn't throw out a button or a projectile, you're punishable. Um, your jump is so floaty that you're just, there's no reason to do it. So, like, she just has stuff in the game that's just useless. Her crouching short, useless. Like, why, why would you ever use it? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Her, her good button, which was her stance short, um, got nerfed, so it's like, why use that button? You know what I'm saying? And, that's not to say that she didn't get any buffs like her background house. the background house is really good now, but at the same time, it's like just she has attacks that just are useless, yeah, yeah. Um, so whereas like other characters have attacks that are godlike <laughs> you know what I'm saying so yeah now yeah. It,
0: it's so interesting seeing like characters like Mana and Kami just really dominating like tournament presence and just general presence at any kind of tournament mm-hmm. um in episode three, uh, where you had your elimination match i forgot who Hmm. said it but someone was you know they were talking to you about you know like like having a solid like in terms of just like you know being a solid player maybe picking up a second tier character Hmm. and i was interested in what you said because you were saying you know like you're a chun main you'll always be a chun main and then i forgot who said it but they were like in this game it pays to have a secondary uh Hmm. character in the back pocket would you would you ever in any light pick up a second character in the back pocket
1: yeah so right now I've been um my problem so that that portion they shortened it a lot cuz we had like an actual long conversation about it and one thing that I was saying is that I don't want to use another chun like character right a footsie based you know what I'm saying poke type of character in and out type of character if I'm going to play a, another character it's going to be the opposite end of the spectrum yeah. um so I've been playing a whole lot of Kami lately um but campy's not where my heart is, you know. And um, what I was saying to them was, or what they were saying to me was, is like this game is very matchup heavy. But Street Fighter always been matchup heavy. Um, but I always believed in you should be able to overcome your matchups if you're really good. Um, but Street Fighter Five just makes it so much harder. Like when a matchup is bad in Street Fighter Five, it's bad. <laughs> you like, know, like it really goes against the player. Yeah, yeah, it's really bad. So it's it makes sense for me to pick another character, um, but I I just Chun is where home is. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'll I'll never. <laughs> it's you one of home. Proper. Yeah, no, I get you, dude.
0: Um, well, mm-hmm. we know you're a Street Fighter Five player. Do you play? Do you have a secondary game that you turn to?
1: As far as like competitive gaming,
0: um, or just in, any game with that level of um, interest.
1: So right now I'm really big into Monster Hunter. Um my like I'm deep into Monster Hunter right now. I love I love me some Monster Hunter. Um as far as like competitive games, I tried Tekken. Uh Tekken is not for me. <laughs> Let me tell you, that game is definitely not for me. Um I'm getting back into like so once the show is complete and like aired fully and stuff like that, I'm gonna get back into Dragon Ball Fighters. Um I had to stop playing Dragon Ball Fighters abruptly because I found out that I was on the show and I was like, oh, snap, I need to train. Um, so I wasn't able to, you know, play it as much as I wanted to. Mm-hmm. But now that I've been home and, you know what I'm saying, like, um, a lot of people are starting to remember me as a Street Fighter player. So I've been getting back into Street Fighter and then I'll start segueing back and forth into Dragon Ball Fighters. But as far as, like, other games, I just... I play everything, like, everything except for sport games. I, I can't stand sport games, like... I will not play a sport game. <laughs> have you been jamming <laughs> like Fortnite at all.
0: at all?
1: Yes, I have been playing some Fortnite uh, on the PC and on the PS4. Um, um, I, I'm good at shooting. Yeah. I'm bad at building, so like, it's, I'm really bad at building. Just because of the whole keyboard layout, I'm just I'm terrible at building. Oh, that's I'm everyone's problem, that. man. I can never build fast enough. People
0: just build the ramps above and then just you know shotgun me. Yeah. I'm, I'm terrible. The, yeah, I just, I can't do it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so, I just want to go a bit into, um, back in your Street Fighter 4 time with K-Brad, you did mention the team, um, mm. that's FNEX, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just wondering if you could go in a bit about that, like how you and K-Brad and Shine, how that all came to be.
1: So, uh, with, with FNEX, I was, when I first started my Street Fighter career, um, YouTube wasn't a thing yet, and if it was, it had just gotten started. Um, so I decided to start doing once YouTube came out to start doing like YouTube vlogs about Street Fighter, like showing my matches and stuff like that. YouTube was a a nice a much a much friendlier place back then, but um, I would uh I would post my matches on YouTube. Um, so I, a lot of the popular YouTubers who who posted like Street Fighter videos and stuff like that, they were like, yo, you know, we we're always playing each other. We should you know we should make a team or whatever. So I was like, all right, I'm going to make a team based off of all the people on the internet, and then we'll have a community for everybody who, who can't go to tournaments and stuff like that, um, like how we were. Um, if you can't go to tournaments, we'll have a community so that you know you can join, you can meet other people, you can play Street Fighter, you can level up, you can contact us, stuff like that. Um, so I would host like online tournaments and stuff like that. So when I made Fight Nation, uh, Fight Nation EX, we had, like, 600 members. We had, like, 650 members. It was ridiculous. Um, so one day, we weren't doing anything. Like, there was nothing happening with the team. And I was, like, I was one of the only few that was actually going to tournaments, like, on a religious base. Like, I was going to tournaments, like, every weekend, um, if that. There was, there was times where I would go every weekend, and then there was times where I would go during the week. I would play at tournaments in people's garages. You know what I'm saying? Like, I played tournaments, like, everywhere. It was ridiculous. You were there no matter what. No matter what. If there was a tournament and it was more than 10 people, I would there. Um, so, <clears throat> which is why I got so much experience in Street Fighter 4. So, with, with FNEX, I was like, yo, there's nothing really happening right now. So, I'm just going to close this whole online division. And I'm just going to make it an offline team. So, I made the announcement and I closed, like, the whole, like, I got rid of the website. I got rid of all that stuff and made it just for, like, people who are trying to, Go to tournaments. Like you can, you can have a crew of people that go with you to these tournaments. We can play each other, and then we can play all these top level people. So one day, K Brad actually hit me up. So, well, let me let me start with Shine because Shine was first. Um, when I met Shine, I think he was like thirteen or so, or twelve or twelve or thirteen. He was really young. Mm. Um, he was just one of my followers, but he was really good at Street Fighter Four. Like amazing at Street Fighter Four. Um, so he was like, yo, you know, I want to be a part of the team. So I put him on the team. You know what I'm saying? Like I, we, we mentored him. Um, we, you know, like there was a situation where he was at a tournament. Um, and I drove from where I was at in New Jersey to New York where he had a tournament just to give him a stick cause he didn't have a stick. So I drove like three hours just to get him a stick. So, just for a stick? Just for a stick cause he didn't have a stick. So I was like, oh shit, I'll bring you a stick. So I brought him one of my sticks. All the way from New Jersey to New York. Team and if anybody K. knows yeah. that traffic, yeah, if anybody knows that traffic, they know it's serious. But, um, so he joins the team, <clears throat> and then, like, Chris Bond and, you know, all these other people, Matt Titan, um, stuff like that, and then we, we you know, we partnered with people from Empire Arcadia, all that good stuff, but that's, like, separate. So, with K-Brad, K-Brad was the number one Cammy on Street Fighter 4. I, I don't know if this was Super Street Fighter 4, if this was vanilla, it might have been might have been Super Street Fighter 4, um, and he hit me up on Facebook, or did I hit him up? One of us hit each other up on Facebook, <laughs> and uh, the conversation was like, hey man, you looking for a team? <clears throat> and a lot of people probably won't remember this, like you would have to go, you would have to have been in a scene, but there's a team, there was a team called DMG, uh, Dominion Method, Dominion Method Gaming or something like that. I've actually um, heard of that. Like no, yeah, they, I'm, sh-
0: I'm sure I've heard of that somewhere.
1: Yeah, you might have 'cause they had they had some top tier people there. Um they actually offered him to like to you know, to uh to be a part of the team or whatever. But he was like, Nah, when I offered him a chance to be on my team, he was like, Nah, like I know you, I followed you on YouTube. Like I have a message from K Brad in like two thousand nine where he was trying to snipe me. He was like, Oh, I play Chun too, like we should play together. Like he was just trying to body me. Um yeah, it was, it's ridiculous. Like, I still have that message. But um, I'm prob- you know what? I'm going to tweet it. <laughs> After hey. this, I'm going to tweet it. Oh,
0: man.
1: <laughs> so um, <clears throat> I hit him up like, yo, you know, you wanna, do you want to be a part of this team? And he's like, yeah, you know. He was telling me about all the other teams that was offering him stuff, but he wanted to be a part of my team because he knew of me and what I was about. So for his first tournament, right, it was me and my brother, uh, Mad Titan. We drove from New Jersey to Baltimore, which is like four hours. Or was, or Maryland, sorry. We drove four hours from New Jersey to Maryland. We picked him up. We drove from Maryland to Philly for his first tournament. Then we drove him back to Maryland and then back to New Jersey um, for his first tournament where he got like top 16 under like Fight Nation. <clears throat> so he's just been down. Like his first tournament that everybody saw K Brad was with Fight Nation the X. Um, and it all started from a Facebook message. And then after that, he just was like, so I used to work nights as a security guard when I met him. Um, he would stay in my house, like on my couch, while I was out at work. You know what I'm saying? And I would come back, and then we would play matches, and then go to tournaments and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, like he became like a brother to me. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> but it 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 started because of a Facebook message. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, you trying to you trying to be a part of my team, bro?" And he was like, "Yeah." <laughs> That's just kind of how it went down. And then we you know we grew with like Empire Arcadia, and we had like other members and stuff like that, and then. Um, he went on to win, I think it was Seasons, was it Seasons Beatings? It might have been Seasons Beatings 2014 or 2013 or something like that. Um, he won his final tournament under FNEX and then I disbanded the team. Um, he had just gotten, uh offers from, like, Evil Geniuses and stuff like that, so I was like, yo, you you definitely need to go do that, like, I wasn't trying to hinder him at all, like, yo, you definitely 100% need to go to Evil Geniuses, like, 1000%, like, go do that, like, he had nothing but support from all of us, you know what I'm saying, like, we still have a chat where there's, like, 20 of us on Facebook, and we still talk, like, every other day, you know what I'm saying, so, like, the entire team, um, so... Even though Fight Nation isn't a team anymore, we're, st- we're still like a, like a brotherhood. And I have all his trophies. I have, like, the majority of his trophies. Like, oh, I have, like, wow. his Street Fighter 5 trophies. Yeah, like, he'll just drop them shits off. And so I have his trophies all over my apartment right now. Like, I'm looking at them. I have the one that he got from Brazil. Like, I have his Canada trophies. I got some trophies from Justin Wong, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got, I got mad trophies here just from other people.
0: <laughs> Man, that's so amazing that team rapport um like even after the team disbanded you know like you said you guys are still going strong that's really cool
1: yeah and like now people that were a part of my team are now they have like better opportunities within the scene you know what i'm saying like people don't know or people know but like the new people don't know that i knew shine from when he was 12 like when, when he started out, yeah right when he started out and i was i was the one that was like yo you need to you need to do this you know what i'm saying like let's get you out and let's get you a part of these tournaments, you know what I'm saying? So, And we would train him up. I would play countless sessions with him and all that stuff. Like, he's way better than me now, but you ask him about, like, who was better than Street Fighter Four, I was destroying him. <laughs> so, yeah, but now he's, like, on doing bigger and better things. He's winning this tournament and that tournament. He's flying, the, the you know, the world, you know what I'm saying? So it was a good start.
0: Um, You... We were just talking about like you just mentioned tournaments. Um, do you host the CEO? Do you have any involvement in that? Like you host that tournament? Um, have you yeah. Hosted that so
1: tournament? <clears throat> I'm the the MC for like the main events. So like the Royal Rumble that we do um, and Street Fighter, I'm the MC of it. So like I, I I um I get everybody hype. I'm you know I take part in the stunts and stuff like that. So like if you go to the CEO page, you'll see that like there's a guy with like his arms out. That's me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, even if you look at my Discord picture, like, that's me on the ropes at CEO. Yeah. I can see that you know what I'm saying, Yeah, so... I've been doing it for... three years now, I think? Um, yeah, three years. So this will be my fourth year, and this year we're going to be in the arena, so it's definitely about to be lit. Um, yeah.
0: Because <laughs> I saw... Yeah, I saw a picture of you with your arms out in a wrestling ring. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, no, just... Um, did you... Are you a fan of wrestling or that was just for the actual tournament?
1: Like for So, the setup? I'm a huge fan of wrestling. And that's one part of the show that I'm very, very sad that they didn't show. So, um when they came over, they came over to my place at like... They didn't come over to my place, sorry. I met them at a wrestling gym at 9.30 in the morning where I trained as a wrestler on camera yes. <laughs> for from like 9.30 to 12.00. You know what I'm saying? I was rolling, running the ropes, getting chopped, all that stuff. Um, and they didn't put it in the show. I was like, What the hell? I was like, why why did you guys come and film that if you weren't gonna put it in the show? You do all but, that work. Um, yeah, I did I did all that work and then they didn't even put it in the show. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's crazy. But I'm actually I actually aspire to be a wrestler. Like I want to be the first pro gamer to turn into a pro wrestler. So, like there's wrestlers who are gamers. You know what I'm saying? But I want to be the first person that was known as a pro gamer um, to transition into pro wrestling. You see what I'm saying? Because I I like showing people that you can do it, and there's a lot of gamers that are into wrestling that do, like, wrestling stunts, but they'll never go and, like, pursue a career in wrestling. So I want to be that guy that, like, that pursues it and shows them that they can do it. That is so interesting. Um, Then do you have an idea
0: on what your facade would be? Would you wear a mask? Would you have a cape? Or would you have some funky... Dance that you'd come out to? So,
1: I'm a bad guy. (laughs) Oh, you're a villain. Oh, I'm a a a straight up heel. I'm a straight up heel. Like, it's crazy. Uh, My wrestling persona is like my personality amplified by like a thousand, except I'm a bad guy. So, I don't care about nobody's feelings. I'm in it for myself. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I have a tag team partner, uh, Mad Titan. If you look him up, he's actually another uh, gamer who was on my team as well. Um, He plays for Syndicate now. I think he plays for Team Syndicate. Yeah, he plays for Syndicate. We're going to be tag team partners, and the story has always been, we're going to win the tag team belts. We're going to lose the tag team belts. I'm going to turn on him. He's going to become the babyface, like the good guy, and I'm going to be the bad guy. He's going to win the belt, and I'm going to win the belt from him. Like, that's always been the narrative. <laughs> always. We're going to run the scene. We're going to win the tag team belts. I'm gonna turn on him because we lost them, and then he's gonna go separately and win the belt, and I'm gonna win the belt from him, like the, the world heavyweight, whatever the most prestigious belt is, wherever wherever we end up, I'm gonna take the belt from him and then have my own title reign, and then we'll have like a feud that way, and then we'll, we'll probably end up as a tag team again. But that's like that's like my persona. I'm a heel. I'm a bad guy. I don't care about. I don't care what nobody thinks. You know what I'm saying? I'm in it for myself. I yell at the crowd. <laughs> I yell at other wrestlers. I disrespect the reporters and the, the people who take interviews, like I'm just a jerk on <laughs> camera. But outside of that, I'm not I'm 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 not actually a jerk. Nah. <laughs> you're not nothing yeah. like that.
0: Is is this yeah. something you'd want to get done by the end of this year? Yes. So
1: I set a goal that either by CEO or by the end of the year, I would be I would have graduated wrestling school and have had my first actual match regardless if it's a win or a loss um yeah so we're like we're getting like deep in the training like real deep in the training um and then like so by june because I'm, I'm hoping honestly to like call out kenny omega and like curse him out or something Ooh, like that like like nice. i want to yeah i want to garner a lot of heat like i want people to hate me um and i want to call them out and then like maybe at next year's ceo have like an actual match between somebody who came from CEO and somebody who you know supports CEO like a wrestler who supports CEO. But I don't wanna I don't wanna approach him about it until I'm an actual sanctioned wrestler. So he knows I'm not gonna hurt him and I'm not gonna hurt myself. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Um so I'm giving myself until CEO to be an actual wrestler until or until the end of the year to have had my first actual match. So by the time next year CEO comes around I could call him out and he may actually consider it. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Well, I was going to ask you um, in terms of Street Fighter, who would be your dream matchup? Like a top player that you would die to face. But I want to put it to wrestling. Is To so o- wrestling? Yeah. Is Kenny o- so Kenny Omega would be the one you're gunning for? I'm gunning
1: for Kenny Omega because I feel like Kenny Omega would be the only one that's like willing to do it. I feel like he's the only one that's like open enough to be like, all right, yeah, I'll wrestle a match with this kid real quick. You know what I'm saying? Even if it was like three minutes, I feel like he's <laughs> the only one. You know what I'm saying? Because I come from a scene that he loves. It's not like it's not like I'm just a random wrestler calling him out because we're both wrestlers. You see what I'm saying? Yes. It's it's more so like I'm a pro gamer calling out a pro wrestler. I feel like he would entertain that. He'd be the only one. Um, but as far as like my favorite wrestler, I have two. My favorite wrestler is CM Punk, and my all-time favorite wrestler is Triple H. Um, oh, my I always flex it. Yeah, Right. So like if you watch my CEO stuff, I'm always doing like the Triple H stuff. Spitting the water Spitting out, the and water. Stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm always I'm always the guy doing the Triple H stuff. So like if it I've always said that if I was able to wrestle wrestle a wrestler and lose, it would be Triple H. Like if I would if I was able to wrestle him and not even win. Like I don't care if I win, I don't care if there's a belt on the line. I don't care if I job. If I was able to just wrestle Triple H, I would be extremely happy cuz he's my favorite wrestler of all time.
0: Oh man, I'd love to I'd love to see that man. That'd be so awesome. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd um, be No, so-
0: nah, well thanks for that, man. Um we will go on our first break. So those of you who are listening or those of you who have joined in, uh just stay tuned. We'll be back in a GIF. Mm-hmm. Yo, what's up? Uh, to those who are listening and to those who have just joined in, um, we've got our friend Dayasha here. So I'll pick it up with the E-League show. Um, can you talk okay. about the process um, and the selection about how you and these other individuals came together? So, all right. I can't give, I can't get too
1: deep into it, but oh, I can tell, tell us my what you, Tell us what you're allowed. Yeah, just tell us what you can. Cool. So January 5th is when I applied for the show. Uh, the they put out a public tweet about casting for Street Fighter Five players. Um, I want to say December fifteenth or something like that, and casting ended January January eighteenth, I think, some my, my dates are probably fuzzy, but um, Mad Titan, my brother, was like, "Hey, did you apply for that show?" And I was like, "What show?" He was like, "Oh, you know the the the, the Street Fighter show," and I was like, "No, nah, I didn't. I actually didn't hear anything about it." And he was like, yo, you should definitely apply for it because, like, I feel like with your personality, you'll get on it. And I was like, ah, I'll think about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had just gotten promoted, promoted for my job. I got a raise. You know what I'm saying? Like, life yeah, you're focusing good. on real life stuff. Yeah, I was like, ah, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I want to say January 8th is when I actually applied because I just had a day off. I was chilling in bed, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get up and, and go ahead and apply for this show. So what you had to do was is you had to send an email to the casting agency. So I sent this, like, to me it's not long because I'm just professional as hell. But to the other people that I showed, they were like, yo, that's the longest email I've ever seen. And in the email I had, like, photos of different things that I've been doing and, like, different eras of when I've been doing it. Um, so 30 minutes later, like, no lie, 30 minutes later, they hit me up like, yo, we want to talk to you.
0: Oh shit! So I was like, all
1: right, cool. Yeah, like, it was literally 30 minutes later. So, like, there were people that were sitting and waiting since January, not January, since, like, December 15th to hear something, and I heard something in 30 minutes, right? So, I was like, all right, well, maybe my email was just really good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I never was like, oh, I'm in it. I got the show. Um, So, then they were like, yeah, let's do the Skype interview real quick. We want to do a Skype audition. And I was like, all right, cool, we'll do a Skype audition. So, I do the Skype audition, and then the lady stops recording me at the end, and she's like, yo, I love you. Like, I love you so much. I want you to be a part of the show. Yeah, I and love like, you too, Jasha. You're a good dude. <laughs> Thanks, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, so she's like, I, I really want you to be a part of the show, but it's not up to me. It's up to the other producers. So I was like, all right, cool. Now, mind you, this isn't a day. Like, this this audition was in a day. Um, then she, she texted me, and she's like, hey, I need to ask you one more question. And I was like, all right, shoot. She's like, hey, get back on Skype. So I got back on Skype, and she asked me another question. And then she was like, listen, the producers already love you. You know what I'm saying? Because I guess what they had to do was just put together, like, a package. Like, a video package of, like... Because they asked me for, like, pictures and stuff like that. So I guess they had to put it all together. Yeah. Um, like, kind of, like, selling me or whatever. She was like, yo, they already love you, and I'm not even done yet. And I was like, all right, well... Still being like, ah, we'll see what happens. You know what I'm saying? I'm still not like, ah, I got the show. Then I get a call, like, the next day... And this is all, like, in a span of, like, days. Like, every every event that I'm telling you happened, like, the next day. Um, <clears throat> the next day, the one of the other producers, who's, like, the lead producer on the show, was like, yo, I really want to call you and ask you some questions. So I was like, all right, cool. So he calls me, and he gets more information from me. And um, he's like, all right, all right, all right, I'm going to have somebody else call you. So I was like, all right, cool. So I get another call from somebody else. And they're like, oh, my God, I love you. I'm going to have somebody else call you. <laughs> right? So I'm talking to all these different people. And I'm, I'm still just like, all right, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So they send me, um, like, all these, like, non-disclosure agreements and stuff like that. And, you know, obviously I won't talk about what's on those. And then um, they sent me, like, a background check and all that other stuff, which I'm not a murderer or anything like that. So <laughs> that fine.
0: It's, just the, <laughs> it's just the credentials, all the nitty-gritty.
1: Yeah, you definitely just get, you know, they got they got to check that I'm not one of those people. Um, so then... Uh, they send me the background check, and then I get called again from another producer. Now, mind you, I'm in contact with, like, four different producers at this point. Um, I get called from another producer, and he's like, hey, I just want to talk to you. Like, I just want to learn more about you. Like, there's a lot about you that's being said and tossed around. Like, tell I just want to know you about you are. Right. Help like, me who help you are. Are. right, who's, who's Dayasha? Like, tell me about Dayasha. So I'm like, all right, cool. How much time do you have? Because I could talk all day. He's like, all right, just just go ahead and lay it on me. So I you know, I, in, in so many words. So I, I tell him exactly who I am, how long I've been in the scene, who you know, who I've helped out, how I've been placing in, in tournaments and stuff like that. And the funny thing about them is is like they were more interested about my life than the gaming. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't they didn't care how well I placed in tournaments. They cared more about my story. You know what I'm saying? And you can about your individuality. Right, they you can kinda get that because they were they wouldn't they didn't ask me much about like <clears throat> like I mean they, they did ask me about like how, how well I placed and stuff like that, but it was more like oh you're you're you wanna be a wrestler? Well tell me about that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you have three kids? Tell me more about each individual kid. Oh, you were in the military? Cool, tell me about that. You know what I'm saying? Like it was more like that instead of when oh you play Street Fighter? What's the highest you placed? Oh yeah, cool, cool. Let's continue. You see what I'm saying? Like, it was it was a different type of feeling. Um, so then he's like, yo, I'm just going to be honest with you. Pending this background check, like, you're a candidate on the show. You know what I'm saying? And then I was like, well, I'm not a murderer. I don't commit any <laughs> crimes. So I'm sure that means that my background check is going to pass. I mean, I got speeding tickets. Like, if, if y'all oh, disqualifying people for speeding tickets, then all right. You know what I'm saying? But um, he was like, yeah, so, you know, we want you. I was like, all right, cool. So then my background check comes back, and now, at this point, I want to say it's, like, uh, the end of January. So I can't give you, like, filming dates and stuff like no, that. No, no, of but, course not, no. Um, it's, it's at the end of January at this point. So then they're like, yo, I get an, I get a call from another producer, and she's telling me about, like, what I need to bring, asking me about food allergies and, tr- like, getting my driver's license and stuff, and I'm like, still not, you know, I'm, I'm not a part of the show, but... We'll see what happens, right? <clears throat> like I didn't want to get my hopes up, so I worked for Apple, and I was telling, I told my manager, I was like, "Hey, I may or may not be on a TV show. It's like extremely confidential. You can't tell anybody. Like, what do I need to do?" And they were like, "Hey, just put the time in. If you're on the show, great. If you're not on the show, we'll cancel it, and you could just go back right back to work." And I was like, "Dope." So there's no risk. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, there was never any risk. Mm-hmm. Um, I had vata- vacation time, so I was paid. Like. You know what I'm saying? So there wasn't really any that much risk. And then, um, the time comes for me to fly. Now I have my travel itinerary and everything like that. And, um, they were real hush about like who is on the show or who the other people are. Yes. Right. They, they wouldn't tell me who was on the show, but I knew right off the back two of them. And the reason why I knew two of them is because you cannot have a TV show without these two individuals. And I feel like if you know anything about TV, if you've ever watched TV, if you know anything about people with personality and stuff like that, then you would know these two people would be on the show. You had to inkling, for, but you knew. Right. I knew 100%, and I've said this to the producers, and they were like, Ah, well, we can't tell you. Right? So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was like, I know that Sherry is on the show just because she's arguably one of the best females to play Street Fighter, right? And then the other person is low tier god i knew low tier god was on the show there's no way in hell you have a reality tv show about street fighter players and you don't have you
0: you need the personality yeah i agree with you so like so like for people like you and low tier god like they would have had to have brought people that made people like oh like he's on the show like what exactly
1: like have the views and stuff like that you know what i'm saying (laughs) so um i get to the hotel um and i'm just hanging out in the hotel. You know what I'm saying? And they were like, hey, if you see any other gamers, they'll talk about the show because they may not be on the show. But we're all adults and nobody's stupid. So if, like, I'm in Florida, you know what I'm saying? I'm from Florida, or I live in Florida. Uh, Sherry lives in Cali. Loto-Gar lives in Cali. Jesse lives in Cali. Rob TV lives in Ohio. Uh, JB lives in Cali. Man, they're all um, Cali people. Right. That's crazy. Um and Guilty was in Japan. Like, lives in Japan. So, if I saw anybody in Georgia, I knew what's up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, nobody's dumb. Um, so, I get to the hotel and I'm hanging out. And then the next day, I go to the... You know, I'm very punctual. Come downstairs waiting for the van. And then that's when I start to see, like, all the other people that's on the show. And I'm like, see, I already... <laughs> I already knew it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I can't really get into, like, the process after that. because no, no. I, no, into, I, life, I understand. But, um... Yeah, so that's that's essentially how the whole the whole situation started. Um, oh, you know what? I still, even though, so they showed up to my house to film my background, right? And it was this was the first time like I've done YouTube and I've been in front of cameras and stuff like that, but this is the first time I've been in front of like like a camera crew, like with boom mics and all like it's crazy. These big ass like four K cameras that weigh like eighty pounds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They come to my house to film my background, and that's when I did the wrestling thing.
0: Um, oh, nice. Then
1: they yeah, and then they came. They came to my place, and then they interviewed me, and then they interviewed my kids, their mom. We went over to their place. Like, um, they did that whole thing, and that process was like from nine thirty in the morning to like eight pm. Um, like, and they they filmed me cooking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they filmed so much that they didn't put in the show that I was like, you should have made it more than five episodes because you just recorded a bunch of stuff that just <laughs> is one people will never see. Yeah, that is know? one
0: thing I did want to talk to you about is um if the show was an honest representation of you, because in your interview with Flo, you said yourself that a lot of things were filmed, a lot of things happened, but they cut it out. And so like the cooking, for instance, because Flo thought that Sherry did more cooking than you, but it turns out you did.
1: I did all the cooking. Like all the cooking, 100%. Um, hold on one second. Yeah, I did, I did all the cooking, 100%. And honestly, I'm happy the way they portrayed me. Um, because they didn't make it seem like I was terrible at the game, you know what I'm saying? Because I lost to Guilty Five O like that. It was it was bad, but you couldn't tell that the match was as bad as it was because of how they showed everything else. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel yeah. like right. Yeah,
0: your call out um to Guilty when she chose mm-hmm. you. I felt like that was the moment where hopefully if those who had a heart was just behind you a hundred percent, even Rob's comment was just like, please Dayasha, please. Like, yeah. you know, I'll be jumping, I'll be flipping, I'll be flipping backwards if you can do this.
1: <laughs> yeah. So the thing with that is, is, um, they, they chose me to be like, uh, like the figure of America, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I have kids, you know what I'm saying, so I'm showing everybody who can relate, like, for, for example, like, most of the people that I'm getting, on, I'm getting on Twitter and Facebook, they're all, like, fathers, you know what I'm saying, or mothers who play video games, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, I was, like, the beacon of hope, like, I have a full-time career, I have three kids, you know what I'm saying, like, I have stuff that I need to manage, yet I still made it to TV, you see what I'm saying, and I, I guess I had that, I, and I don't want to make it seem like I'm, like, bragging or boasting, but I had that, like, likable personality about me, and then I had that That story to tell, you know what I'm saying? Because I didn't like the shit that Guilty and Rob T V were doing behind you know behind closed doors and stuff like that. Um the stuff that they left out isn't really like ah it doesn't make me look or look better or look bad. It's just like I would have rather them show it because there's a lot of um there's a lot of stuff that people can relate to. You know what I'm saying? Like they they did an interview with um was it J B? Yeah, it was J B and J B was like, yo, I'm glad we had Deyasha here, like, not for nothing, because if he wasn't here, we all would have starved. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we, we weren't ordering out. We couldn't have people deliver food. So somebody had to cook, and it was me. That's not to say that Guilty or Sherry or anybody else can't cook. It's just I was the one that was doing all the cooking. You know, so I think Guilty cooked, too. Yeah, yeah, mm. I think she did. Yeah.
0: Um, mm. Well, if was there one was there one key thing that was filmed uh, mm. that wasn't shown that you would have wanted to have been shown, and not just related to you, but just any kind of event in the house throughout the, oh, the episodes. Oh man,
1: there's so much that went on. Like one thing that I don't want to say it's, like a disappointment. I don't want to put you in hot point. water if it's something you can't tell, but um, no, 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 no. no, no, no it, don't worry, it's it's nothing like that. But like. <laughs> I I'm, I'm, i don't want to say I'm disappointed or sad. It's more so like, ah, I'm kind of bummed out. There's so much that happened with Low-Tier God that nobody will—they'll n- never see. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Low-Tier God is funny as hell, yo. Like, funny as hell. Like, there was a situation—I think I, I think I told this story on stream. We were all in a bus, and this was right after—I think this was right after either Sherry got eliminated or, or— Yeah, I think it was right after Sherry got eliminated— and one of the producers, one of the producers, was like, "Yo, so low tier god, like, how do you think it would have worked out if you had to play guilty?" Um, you know, because at the beginning they were like, "Oh, are you the low tier god?" Like they had that little that moment at the beginning. Um, so he went on this long five minute monologue, like this dude had a speech prepared <laughs> to answer her question, like, "I would do this," and blah 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 blah, like just saying all kinds of shit, right? And we're all watching him really intently because he's, you know, it's entertaining, so we're watching him like, oh snap, he's spitting bars, and then, at the end, he's like, so at the end of the day, it just comes down to you getting fucked, right, and then, (laughs) there's this long fluorescent light above his head, and Guilty looks at him with like a sharp stare, and this fluorescent light just falls and busts him right in the top of his head. And we were all dying, like, yo, she tried to kill you. Like, you shouldn't have said nothing because now stuff is like falling to hit you in the face. He was like, Yo, I'm not talking shit for the rest of the time I'm on the show. Like I'm not saying nothing else. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's so much that, that like that happened that I'm like, damn, you should've you should have showed that. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the conversations that we had, or like we had like a foosball tournament, and Sherry would have you believe that she's the best in the house, but I don't believe that. Um We had foosball tournaments. It was like two-on-two. So it would be like me and Jesse, like Rob and LTG and like different cameramen and, you know, the crew that was in the house. And uh, we were beating Low-Tier God and Rob TV. So we had already won, myself and uh, Commander Jesse. We had already beat Rob and LTG. So in the second game, they were making a comeback or they were about to win or something like that. And Low-Tier God went to snap the ball and he broke the men, like, one of the guys that was on the on the pole, he broke that shit because he swung so hard and just broke it. And we were like, now we can never play because you broke the damn foosball <laughs> machine. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so much that was, like, left out. Like, his conversations about pizza. This man <laughs> pizza? beat, yo, yo, he will turn anything into a poem. Like, the way this guy speaks, he will turn anything into a poem. So it's like, there's so much low-tier God moments that they didn't put in there, I'm just like, ah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's situations with me and Rob. It's not, like, drama and nothing like that. Like, there's funny situations with, like, myself and Rob or, like, Jesse and JB or, like, Sherry and Guilty. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was a lot more conversation that they left out. Um, but I feel like the majority of the stuff that was, like, funny, that was that should have made it to TV, had to do with, like, Low tier God. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, yeah. With, with the show kind of being, well, you know, re- like, reality show and it being, like, eSports and stuff... Um, I know you're not competitive as much within the scene, but what are your thoughts about this show in terms of, um, promoting esports? Um, cause a lot of people were, a lot of people were a bit, um, I don't want to say contradicting, but there were, I think there were some people when the cast was announced were a bit doubtful on who the players were. Like they wanted to see, you know, people like punk and smug and knuckle Doo and yeah. all those guys in the house. But then at the same time, I agree with you you need personality you need that charisma to carry something like a reality show and a lot of players they don't show charisma like they did in the face when they play you know are you going to trust them to bring in the numbers
1: right it's so i feel like the numbers would be there but the show would be trash um if you had like justin and punk and that's not to say like justin and punk don't have personality but at the same token if you want to see like the best people play street fighter then you can watch e league you can watch all the other tournaments that you will see them at like 100% see these people at the point of the show and it's it's like the first like three sentences of like the 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 promo it's it's you know seven amateur gamers live in a house yeah it's meant it's meant for to show people you know you know maybe not not to say anybody drowns in pool cuz i've never drowned in pools but like you know people who may not win may not get first place you know what I'm saying, are competing to, to show the world that they're actually good. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of factors that go into losing at a tournament. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot that can happen because you lost at a tournament or to cause you to lose at a tournament. You know what I'm saying? So it the point was to show like seven amateur people making their way to, to the E League invitational to play for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Now you get the people like like people saying, Yo, we wanted Justin, we wanted Punk, we wanted Knuckle you will 100% see them at the Invitational. You will 100% see them at the Invitational. But the TV show had nothing to do with the Invitational. It had to do with, like, the real-life aspect of people who want to be professional gamers who maybe can't be professional gamers or have, like, jobs or lives. You know what I'm saying? Outside of yes. playing Street Fighter. You see what I'm saying? But they also have personality. You know what I mean? Like, I got a, I got a message from another father that was like, yo, you you portray the father role better than any other father in the scene. You know what I'm saying? Like you were the perfect person to be the the father figure for the show. You see what I'm saying? Like they like I received that as a Twitter DM and um you know what I'm saying? I feel like the producers saw that too. They want you they don't they don't wanna they don't want seven people who just like are good at the game playing each other. You know what I'm saying? Can it's you like imagine in real life? Show? You know, like they just right. don't give anything, yeah. Right, they don't, they don't care for challenges, they don't care for going out and fun, they don't care about none of that shit. Whereas, like, you know, myself, I, I want to entertain people, I want you to laugh, I want you to cry, like, I want people to feel a certain type of way when I'm in the house, so I feel like I was the perfect pick to be there, you know what I'm saying? And then you had people like Guilty, who's a natural villain, you know what I'm saying? And everybody was like, oh my god, LTG, 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 and I'm like, if you watch the show, you'll see that LTG is actually not the villain he's like the furthest thing from the villain you know what i mean so there was always that story to be told within the house where you wouldn't get that if you had like if you chose seven people if you chose like punk um justin uh do freaking smug smug has a lot of personality though um who else could we say uh and then like if you pick somebody from like japan like daigo or <laughs> something like that i feel like it wouldn't be as, as entertaining Right, it's not as, because you don't, they're not showing any life outside of in the game, you know what I'm saying, and if you want to watch them play the game, then you can watch any tournament, you know what I'm saying, like, that wasn't the part of the show, uh, or the point of the show, I should say, so, yeah. How was it like for your um, your children, your, your three
0: sons, is it? Three sons, yep. Mm-hmm. David... Damon, David Jace, and Jace. And Damon, yeah. yeah, yeah. How, how? I mean, because you, I love that you're a father, and I love that you, you know, you're trying to encourage your kids to, you know, do what you love and you can succeed. Um, mm-hmm. How was it for them to see their father on, uh, on the computer screen or the the TV or, you know, were they, uh, yeah, giving you support from home?
1: Oh yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Like they were supporting me a hundred percent. They missed me. They missed me when I was gone. But when I was back, you know, they wanted to see they wanted to see more stuff. But it took a while for them to edit it and all that other stuff. So um, when I was finally on TV, like they were excited, and they were also excited that they were able to see themselves on TV, you know. And that was one of the things that I that I was telling them, like with like the producers and stuff like that. Like I'm not doing this without my family. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not doing it without them. Yeah. Like my oldest son. Um. in, in episode three, you see how I'm like, oh, he has alopecia. Mm. Uh, what alopecia is, is that he loses all the hair on his body. Like, all of it. Like, he'll walk around bald, no eyebrows. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, it's an autoimmune deficiency. Yeah. So, um, my thing was is I want to show him that you can have confidence in doing whatever you want to do. It doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you're about. You can do whatever you want to do. You see what I'm saying? And I wanted that narrative. I wanted that narrative to be set first and foremost. Like, you know... I care about my family, my family cares about me, and I'm not doing this without my family because I do it for my family, if yeah. that makes sense. That was always my thing going into it. Who do you do this for? What do you, like, what do you plan to do? I plan, like, I, I do this for my kids. Like, I want them to see their dad on TV playing video games so they know that I wasn't sitting here playing video games for hours on end going to all these tournaments for nothing you know what i mean like i made something of it
0: yeah you were playing for something real and um i think that moment when you were calling out guilty when you were laying that fire um yeah man Mm -hmm. i me and i'm sure a lot of people were definitely behind your bet. you know behind you man um just (laughs) just just before we go on break um i want to talk about the whole quickly um Mm -hmm. the whole lupe fiasco thing how you popped off at him i really enjoyed that um but uh, did he try to challenge you? He, I heard that he tried to challenge you, uh, you know, because you said in Flo's interview, he tried to challenge
1: you again when the cameras were off. Mm. Yeah. So we were all upstairs in my room, and uh, we were just talking about, like, the challenges and stuff like that. And I can hear him calling me from downstairs, like, Deyasha, come downstairs, bro. And, um, you know, in typical, because we were talking a lot of shit to each other. You Like, they, there's a lot that they don't show, and I feel like they didn't show it because it would, it would take me out of character. Mm. But... I was laying fire on Lupe Fiasco. And um, I opened the door, and I was like, I ain't coming down nowhere. Here, if you want to play some games with you. So he comes upstairs, and the producers was like, nah, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. And he's like, nah, I really want to play, like, first to three. We'll just make it quick, like, first to three. And I was like, yeah, it'll be quick. Like, don't worry about it. So they let us go downstairs, and we played. And um, I beat him again, (laughs) 3-0, no rounds, none of that. But the thing about Lupe is, Lupe is very—he uh, has a—he, he, you can tell he's willing to learn. You know what I'm saying? Because he was more so trying to learn the matchup, the Ken, the Ken Chun matchup. Because like you said earlier, not a lot of people play, play Chun. Yeah. Um. So he just wanted to learn the match. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna beat Deo's ass. Because once the cameras was off, that was it. You know what I'm saying? So, um, he just wanted to learn the match. So he was asking me questions about the match and stuff like. Very different than what you saw on camera. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we were talking shit to each other. But when he challenged me and we went downstairs, um, you know, like the cameramen were watching. Uh, they were probably filming it. I think he recorded it on his phone. Like, he took a picture and all that stuff. So I think he just wanted to learn the match. And I'm sure he's, like, extremely busy. You know what I'm saying? So um, I don't imagine he has enough time to play Street Fighter. So, of course, I was going to beat him. You know what I mean? But it was a very different conversation when we were downstairs playing each other. Um, but, yeah, I bodied him. three zero no rounds again. <laughs> in your honest
0: opinion do you think Daigo threw the match against him yeah 100% mm. <laughs> 100% like, I mean you know all good for him getting that
1: win but it's like yeah yeah like anybody who's an adult knows that Daigo threw that match and my thing my thing with Daigo is is like I respect Daigo for wanting to push the culture forward by losing to a celebrity you see what I'm saying because We know Daigo can body Lupe Fiasco. Like, we know that. Everybody knows that. If you don't know that, you don't know Daigo very well. You know what I'm saying? So, we know that Daigo can beat Lupe Fiasco, like, no problem. He's beaten the best on the planet. You know what I'm saying? So, of course he lost that match, but I feel like he lost it or he threw it. I feel like he threw it to progress the scene further. I feel like there's a lot of things that happen within the scene that just, you know, makes, uh, pushes the scene a little bit forward. A little bit at a time and that was pushing the scene forward because if he just bodied lupe fiasco what if that made him not want to come back and support the scene what if that made him not want to take photos you know what i'm saying and then another thing with lupe fiasco being in the scene the media coverage that that had you know what i'm saying was substantial for the for the fighting game scene yeah you know what so i'm saying people so, will be wondering why is this a headline in the news like right lupe exactly who yeah Exactly, so that brings more eyes to our scene, and the fact that he beat, arguably, the best Street Fighter player on the planet, you know what I'm saying, like, it wasn't free or anything like that, but the fact that he beat him, people who don't know Daigo, and people don't know what we do, will be like, oh, snap, Lupe Fiasco's actually really good at this game, mm. and then they may want to go buy the game, or they may want to tune in, they may want to show up to a tournament, you see what I'm saying? That just brings more, more eyes to the scene, so... I don't fault Daigo for losing it. I don't fault Lupe for taking the win. But he definitely threw that match. And I feel like if anybody thinks otherwise, they just don't know Daigo. <laughs> or don't know Lupe's uh, skill level. <laughs> yeah, definitely, man.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, um, we'll just take our second break now. So get a glass of water or juice or whatever you fancy. Uh, hit the toilet if you need to go. Buster. A, bust a cap. Uh, we will be right back. everyone this is Justin Wong and you're watching the salt shaker podcast yo 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 how's it going thanks for those who are here those who have just joined or you know hit. we're finally here near the end with day so um just if i should have finished it in the last segment but in terms of the e-league show um mm-hmm. who was the one person after that whole experience that you kind of had that wow like i'm um, i'm really glad to have met them why like it was such a it was such an experience getting to to know them
1: i would say so i enjoyed meeting everybody right like all everybody there um i got to learn a lot about loads of god i got to learn a lot about rob tv you know what i'm saying uh which rob tv and i clicked like immediately like the minute i met him we clicked immediately the energy you
0: two have on that show is good man i love that you yeah
1: it's 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 just like that. Like in real life, it's just like that, where we're just like yelling at each other, and it's just fun and funny. Um, but I would say the person that I was very happy to have met um, is guilty, and it's not. I don't like. I don't want anybody to think like, oh, it's because you lost her. It's not like that at all. The thing is, is she was the most hated person going in there. Like, yeah, man, most hated as far as like not the outside people, but like inside out you know, it was like she was the most disliked person in there, you know what I'm saying? And I was able to actually learn more about Guilty because of it, you know what I'm saying? Like, she told me a lot about her life, you know what I'm saying? I, you know, I'm not gonna get into it, cause it's, you know, it's her life, but yeah. she got a lot into like, deep into her life with me, like we just had a long conversation about my life, her life, how they, how they connect, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you notice um, the energy that I had with her was not Yo, you suck! I'ma beat your ass. You know what I'm saying? It was more that respect that she's a formidable opponent. You know what I'm saying? And that she could actually take me out. And I had, you know, I had a lot of respect for her. Um, and you know, I wasn't afraid of her. I just knew that this was gonna be a hard ass match. You know what I'm saying? So um, I actually was able to learn a lot about Guilty and the way she carries herself. Um, so I would say I'm most glad. To have met guilty just because I learned a lot from guilty. Um, She's a spectacular person.
0: Um, What I really loved about the show is it was it was well crafted, and the fact Mm -hmm. that each of you played. You know, I could see as you. You know, we were talking. We were talking the whole time. Like we were talking about the roles that you all played, and Mm -hmm. I love that they shaped it and they shaped it to the right people. You were the. You know, everyone liked you. You know, you were the good guy. Guilty Gear mm-hmm. was kind of more the villain quite shady um, kind mm-hmm. of quiet and held back Rob was kind mm-hmm. of Mr. H- you know the, the not the clown but just you know light hearted like it was you all kind of played your part whereas you know as we said previously if it was just a if it was just a room of six seven players elite players but didn't but personally they just weren't captivating to watch It just the, the show would have had structure but there was nothing to really lift it off the ground
1: yeah <laughs> yep I agree 100% yeah <laughs> And I appreciate you watching. You no, know. no,
0: it's good, man. I mean, hey, it's good, man. I, I love Street Fighter. I don't play it, but I always like learning, um, you know, bit by bit, you know, about other fighting games. And yeah, just it's, it's cool, like, just learning a bit more about Street Fighter and really, like, seeing what happens in certain situations. Like, I can finally see now, like, what happens in certain matchups.
1: Mm. Um, oh, yeah.
0: So, I'll just give you a miscellaneous question. Do you have a... Now this this depends solely on you if you're willing to, to go into it. Mm-hmm. Who do you have an embarrassing story about a player? Like have you ever been in a in an awkward situation uh, with a player at all?
1: Oof. Um I have I have a lot of those stories. Oh my god. Um
0: hmm. I'll give you an example. Um Justin was talking about uh because we interviewed Justin uh, once and he was talking about how he was uh, fishing for chicken nuggets with Daigo uh, uh, late one night at a at a at a McDonald's or something, and then the police ended up, you know, showing up and like, oh, you know, what are you guys doing here and stuff. Oh snap! <laughs> um, Have yeah, you ever been caught with your pants down, metaphorically? I've, I okay,
1: so I can't remember which tournament this was, right? And this is one of the reasons I stopped drinking. Okay, <laughs> so. The drinker. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a bad. So it's it's really bad when I'm drunk. So I, this is why one of the reasons why I stopped drinking. And this was like maybe eight, nine years ago, right? So we're at a hotel, and I'm with K Brad and K Brad, uh, K Brad and Matt Titan are more like when I'm drunk, they don't get drunk because they babysit me. So and the thing about Brad is Brad loves it. K Brad loves it when like everybody is drunk around him. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody's having a good time. You know what I'm saying? And he thinks it's funny. Uh So, not to say that he doesn't get drunk, but um, usually when I'm drunk, he's super sober. Because he wants to make sure that I don't hurt myself. So, in in that one particular tournament, there's this... I don't know if you've ever traveled to, like, the U.S. tournaments, but there's this drink called Um, (laughs) X-Factor. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's in it. I just know it comes in a bucket... And it's delicious. <laughs> like that's all I know. And a bucket. is that, yeah, it's in a bucket, and you take a cup. You pay how much you you want to. You pay how much it costs or whatever. But you know, I don't, I don't gotta pay for that. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, um, you take your cup and you scoop it from the bucket, right? Um, oh my god, I had like one and a half cups of this whatever it was, and then you're tripping. I was bugging out, my guy. Like, <laughs> So, (laughs) there's, all right, so, you know the elevators have, they have the up-down symbol. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like a light that's, like, up and then down. There was one in that specific hotel in Philadelphia that protruded from the wall. So, I'm drunk as hell, bro, like, bugging out. I'm saying crazy stuff. Like, I'm a happy drunk. I'm not an angry drunk. I'm just, I can't control myself. So, I go to this light, and I I get on it. Like, I grab it, and I start doing pull-ups from it. And I rip it off the wall. <laughs> so I, I rip this thing off the wall, and now there's this big-ass hole in the wall near the elevators, and we just run off. So, like, Brad and Gavin are, like, or, or Matt Titan, they're, like, freaking out. Like, what the hell is he doing? Like, what, the, what is this guy doing? Um. So then they finally calm me down, right, because I'm bugging out. They finally bring me to the hotel room, and they lay me in bed, and they're both like, all right, it's finally over, right? I pop right back out of bed, I bolt out the room and I start running around the hotel. Like just <laughs> running around screaming and acting ridiculous. There is this there was like this this uh mid-level gate that I guess I didn't see and I ran at it full speed and I clipped the, the gate and did like a triple front wheel, a tri- triple front flip and landed on my face. <laughs> oh, yeah, I hurt yeah, I hurt my legs, oh. like my face was all jacked up. They came and they picked me up. And then they threw me back into bed, and then I finally went to sleep, I guess because I hurt myself. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but, uh, you're
0: good to hear you were yeah. asleep and alive, like, oh my yeah. God, dude, you didn't lose any teeth, did you? Oh, nah,
1: nah, nah, I was hurt, but But nah. <laughs> it <understand. laughs> <Better than Bruce, laughs>
0: but you know, I love to see, I love to fight another day.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I, after that, like, that wasn't what ended it, but that's what started the path of me like no longer drinking. <laughs>
0: hey, no, that's good, man. Oh wow the crazy right. well well we all have our late night benders you know but yeah that sounds yeah. pretty insane <laughs> um, yep. I, I, I've already asked this question um but I'll mm-hmm. ask it again like what's what's a bi- what's something that you want to accomplish um this year you've already said the wrestling um mm-hmm. you, do you have any other hobbies or interests that you want to pursue like are you into music at all are you um I don't know are you Is there something that you want to accomplish as well this year?
1: So there's a few things that I want to get back into. I want to create a schedule for streaming because I'm very schedule oriented. I I don't like when there's like chaos in a schedule because then there's certain things that I just won't do. So I want to create a schedule for streaming. Um, I'm putting together a EDM album. It's not that good. (laughs) Hey, Uh, man. Let the people tell you. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, I want to get back into making content for YouTube. And um, this is the year I want to stop competing in uh, Street Fighter. Like, I don't want to compete anymore. I feel like I I don't have the brain for it anymore. Like, I don't have that competitive mind or that competitive drive. I more so want to be a host. Not so much a commentator, because I feel like my com- my commentary is not that good. But more so like a host. So, like, if you're watching, like... Uh, Overwatch or League of Legends and stuff like that. I want to be the guy that's like interview people. Uh, I want to be at E3 hosting events. You know what I'm saying? Like that's kind of where I want to go. I want to be like a public figure rather than a competitor. You know what I'm saying? Like you want me at your event because you want me there, not because you think I'm gonna win it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you did say that on um, your in your interview with Flo. You know, like competitive. You're kind of you're done. And it's upsetting to hear, but then at the same time, you know, you, you, you know, you want to make that transition because you want to seek new opportunities.
1: Yeah. I just don't have the, I just don't have the, the brain or the, the, uh, the motivation to, to do it anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, there's people out there that will play this game for eight, 12 hours a day that deserve. You know, to win these tournaments and stuff like that. I believe I call them virgins.
0: They're under, you know, (laughs) eighteen or seventeen. They have so much time; they can see every opportunity that comes their way if they can achieve it. But you know, we, you and me, you know, we face, you know, you face real time issues, man. You're a dad, you know. Yeah. Family man. You know, work. It's just like it. It's so hard to juggle it. But I love the fact that you, you kind of know what you have to do to kind of progress further. You know, as a person. Yeah.
1: Like, I would, I would just rather be the guy that you guys to say what's up to and hang out with because you saw me, like, doing a stunt or, like, wrestling or I hosted a phenomenal event and everybody got hyped. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would prefer that than to put my livelihood, not my livelihood, but, like, my finances on the line trying to win a tournament. Knowing damn well, I can barely put, like, three hours into this game. You know what I'm saying? So, and there's people who deserve it more than I do as far as, like, winning and stuff like that. So I would... I'll, I'll leave it to the newer generation to to continue this. So you've said hosting, um,
0: commentating. What about coaching? Would you want to try the whole team slash coach dynamic again?
1: I could definitely see myself doing that, um, but I would I would have to have the financial backing because esports is real and esports is like a thing. So it's like I can't I can't create a team without being able to offer them something. You see what I'm saying? Like how what, what could I offer a Justin Wong to join my team? You know what I'm saying? What what could I offer somebody like that to join my team so that you know we have that notoriety and I have that like actual because like Echo Fox is a strong ass team. You know what I'm saying? Like how I do think you think they're damn near invincible. Like it's just right.
0: like, the people they've got are right. crazy.
1: How could you how do you compete with that? You see what I'm saying? So um it's one of those things where I would have to have the financial backing to do it. If I were let's say I was paid to coach on a team, I'd be down for that. You know what I'm saying? Because I can go to the tournaments, I can manage the teams, I can do all that stuff. But as far as me creating a team, I don't think I'd be able to do that. Okay, no, that's all good. Yeah, um, yeah. Because
0: I mean, being a fighting game player or being being a fighting game dad in general, yeah. I guess, I guess you don't really. I guess you kind of see, you know, like as you were saying, the young players. You know, they are just. They're seeking all the opportunities. They're living in the moment. They're taking what they can. But, you know, mm-hmm. we've been playing, you you know, players like you, me, you know, Justin, well, we've been playing for the long haul, man. We need to think like, you know, like we're, we're, what's going to happen five years from now. Um, yeah. I really hope you right. get into the hosting and the commentary because you've got, yeah, you definitely have the
1: charisma. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> like I've, I've been doing this for 11 years. Like I can't, I, <laughs> I can't compete anymore. <laughs>
0: hey, that's all good, yeah. man. Well then, just the one last question. Uh, it's our staple mm-hmm. question. Who is your fighting game waifu? Fighting game waifu? Yeah, I think I can not already know. But like a like like an actual person? Oh no, no. Like uh, so so, if I play Tekken, and if someone asks me who my fighting game waifu is, I would probably say uh, Nina Williams or
1: Oh uh, gotcha, Julia gotcha, Cheng. Gotcha. Like
0: just. You know, like someone in a fighting game who you think is Bay, but because of your character selection, I think I know who it is, but just in case.
1: You can can probably guess. Yeah, it is. I I, I, I give you one chance to to figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) You're cooking! Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you (laughs) said it Chun. (laughs) Once
0: a a Chun main, always a Chun main. Wait, is it the thighs? Is 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 it the thighs? Yeah.
1: Damn! Oh wow. it's, well. Well, I, I feel like it's 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 the whole character, it's the whole Interpol story, you know what I'm saying? And then it would be the fact that she's Asian, <laughs> yeah. um, and you know her costume is sexy, but it's not too revealing, you know. Yeah, that's um, true. And she can fight, so that's that's all I need. <laughs> all right
0: then. All right. I guess we'll uh, leave yeah. it at that then. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Dayasha. And, um, thank you to everyone who's listened, uh, who stayed the whole way through. Um, yeah. So, uh, if you want to follow Dayasha, you know, it's, there's an image there and you can kind of see all the, the ads and stuff. Um, but yeah, thank you again for your time, Dayasha. Do you have any last words? Anything, uh, any advice or any kind of last minute, any, anything else?
1: Well, I appreciate being on the show. Um, and I feel like everybody, the only advice I would have is to follow what you actually want to do, whether it be streaming, whether it be YouTube, if you're trying to be on TV, wrestling, whatever you, go out and do it because you never know what will come from it. So don't quit. Even if you go 0-2 at a tournament, keep going. Just keep trying. There'll be a time where you'll win one. And the next thing you know, you're in a major. The next thing you know, your phone's blowing up because people want to pay you to play that video game. Just don't stop grinding. Let the grind continue. It's not over. Just because you went 0-2. Hey,
0: FGC dad says don't quit because you got 0-2. Thanks again. (laughs) Thanks again, man.
1: No problem. Thank you, bro.
0: Cheers. Uh, Well, yeah. Take care, everyone. Later. Hey guys, it's Dave from Standing
1: Fierce. Hey y'all, this is Ghost Chips. Hey, this is Sky.
0: Uh, Hey, this is Iron Soul. Kira, this is Waza. This is Simp. And you're listening to... You're listening... And you're listening to... You're listening to the Salt Shaker Podcast. You're listening to the Salt
1: Shaker Podcast. (laughs)